What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 34 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. My name is Justin. As always, alongside me, Pedro. Pedro, what's going on? What's going on? How was your Thanksgiving? It was it was very good, actually. Uh, how was yours? It was it was fantastic. It was uh, food-filled. You ate a lot of turkey? I ate a lot of turkey that I got so much itis that I fell asleep until the next day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, we haven't been back for another, you know, two weeks. Schedules, you know... Mixed up, you know, me starting a new job, blah, blah, blah. We're all good, though. We're here. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, so let's waste no time, and let's get right into it and drop the puck. All right, so yesterday, 5 o'clock deadline for William Nylander, and it happened. The contract the extension with Toronto went through at apparently like 4.58 p.m., um, William Nylander is now signed um, for what was it, six year, six year, six year deal, six point nine million per year. Giggity. A lot of them are signing bonuses. But Kyle Dubas. We won't get into that. Freaking savage. Uh, yeah, so he'll be making uh, over ten million this year. this year. Yep, and the rest is like six. Yeah, in like the six range, seven, almost seven. Most, Almost seven most of it is signing bonuses, which is pretty interesting. Got a nice loophole they got around in the National Hockey League. Well, that's with the whole afraid of the lockout. Yeah, and yeah, for all sure. That crap. Yeah, definitely. Um, but this brings up an interesting. I because I just went to Pedro and I was like, how the hell do they still have seven million in cap right now? Well, went over to our friends uh, capfriendly.com, and they're going to be in trouble um, next year. Restricted free agents. You got Josh Levo. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Kasperi Kapanen, uh, Andreas uh, John, uh, Janssen, uh-huh. and Tyler Ennis is a unrestricted free agent. Then after that, obviously, they're going to get rid of Marlowe. Marlowe's going to be gone if, uh, when that comes around. But then they got Connor Brown that year, and they got uh, Frederick Arthur. And then, not to mention next year, Jake Gardner, Ron Hainsey, I'm sure, will be gone. Uh then they got Martin Marcinin, also unrestricted free agent. So next year is the year that I think we see our first offer sheet in was, a long time. That was my point. I think either Austin Matthews or um, Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner will be offer sheeted, and Toronto's gonna have to match. Uh, don't be surprised if a general manager comes out and gives Austin Matthews fourteen million dollars a year. I can definitely see that, oh, especially absolutely. with the cap going up. I mean, if a player like that, I mean, if you can offer sheet a guy like that, Toronto's going to have to take it or else you're going to lose the guy. So, I mean, good luck with Toronto on that. I, I mean, listen, signing John Tavares is an all-star. I have no problem with that. He's having a good year. But that $11 million contract is going to come back and bite you. Bad. Bad. So, so now, do you – I mean, obviously, Austin Matthews is going to want to get paid. Definitely. Do you see him – there's no, like how much can they offer him next year? I mean, they could go. They could go as high as they really want to. I mean, now you're you're just a problem is you're going to tie up three contracts to your pretty much your entire team. Yeah. So you're you're, you're building to win now. So you're going to have to win relatively soon, which is next two years, if you don't get Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner signed, which you will have to deal with the consequences of the way Nylander handled it. And listen, give Nylander credit. You got to give the guy. Oh, he's credit. got balls. I mean, you—the fact that you went to the you went to the eleventh hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to the eleventh hour with this team, 
with with Toronto and you, you knew what you wanted. You knew you were the you deserved to get paid and that's what happened. And he got paid and I'm surprised hey, good for Toronto on the side he didn't even get seven million, so I'm surprised there. Um an extra hundred thousand would have uh, boosted it, but I, I mean hey whatever. You never know. Uh but the fact that he, he got signed, good for Toronto, good for Kyle Dubas and, and the team there. But boy, that you know, seeing John Tavares is eleven million a year Seeing Mitch Marner's contract, you still have Patrick Marler for another two. Kadri uh, still is at four and a half. You know, Austin Matthews is going to ask for thirteen. Look at Connor McDavid's contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what he compares himself to is Connor McDavid. And he he's up there. And you're he, looking at and you're looking at Mitch Marner and it's kind of similar situation like Neiland. And you look at a Leon Drysaitel contract who's getting paid nine and a half million dollars a year, mm-hmm. and Mitch Marner is going to be like, listen. I'm putting up 80 points a year. I deserve that contract too. So it's going to be tough for Toronto because I see offer sheet coming and Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner are two all-stars. I hope, I hope someone, some general manager out there has the balls to do the offer sheet because I know it's been like frowned upon offer sheets in the NHL. I don't give a shit. Go do it. They're there. They're there. They're, they got themselves into cap hell. Punish them. You're going to get picks for them. You're going to get picks. If you get if you if you, someone signs Austin Matthews to a fourteen million dollar contract, that team is giving up their first round pick that year. I think a third round pick, and I think there might even be another pick. So you're it's not like you're just you know signing this unrestricted free agent. You're giving up picks for this guy. So just go and do it. Well, maybe that's where the struggle begins. I mean, you know, teams don't want to give up that valuable first round pick anymore. And but a guy like Austin Matthews, I feel like you have to you. There's no way you can't offer. Even if you go guy. to arbitration with even, Austin Matthews, even if you give, even if Toronto offers him 13 million, offer sheet him for 13 and a half. Yeah, give offer why not? sheet him something higher. Why not? I mean, the fact that Toronto put themselves in this position, you know, it, it happens. And you know that they're going to end up going to arbitration. Yeah. And arbitration is going to heavily side with Austin Matthews. Yeah. It has to. You know, I, I tell you, I mean, William Nylander stuck it out to the final, but I wouldn't want to do that with guys like Marner and uh, Matthews, especially when they're due at the same year. So, good luck, Kyle Dubas. You got some projects to worry about. Uh, I, he's going to have to either, I mean, he's gonna have to move Kadri. He's going to have to somehow try to move Marlowe. He's going to have to make some moves. Yeah. I mean, I don't honestly, I don't see Marlowe going anywhere. I think Marlowe stays. Uh, you could look at Zach Hyman, but, you know, this team has depth. I, I mean, you know, this team, is, this team is ready to win. The Marlies won the uh, – didn't they win the, the Calder? Yes, they do. So I mean, you're you're right. They do have depth. They, they have they, have, they have kids waiting. They have depth. I I mean, but you know, losing a guy like Austin Matthews is not easy. Not ideal. Not ideal. And especially again, guy like Mitch Marner. If they can keep all three of them, and obviously they have John Tavares, and they can build from there. Well done. Good. Well done for you guys. But uh, boy, I would not want to be Kyle Dubas right so now. So now, who's who's who do you think? Because now they're over the roster limit. Right now they're at twenty four contracts on the roster rather than 23 who's getting the send down you know I'm, I'm not it's gotta lie, be really... it's gotta be it's gotta be a guy on a two-way contract though you're not just i mean i guess you could wave you know maybe a tyler ennis he's only making six hundred fifty thousand dollars this year well the way i'm looking at it, they have eight defensemen right now so i'm assuming one of those defensemen gets sent down oh uh, that's true uh maybe justin hole probably gets sent down uh so they have Eight defensemen. They have fourteen forwards. So I'm assuming one defenseman gets sent down. Uh, That's a good point. So I, I see that going. Um, 
but you know, it's a, like I like we were just talking about before. Uh, Toronto has their hands full. Yeah, so has in, their hands in, in full. signing bonuses this year. William Nylander, two million dollars next year, eight point three yeah. million. Then three and a half the rest of the uh, contract. Yeah. I mean, you know, there were there were there were times where I thought he was going to get traded, or honestly, just not play the year. Yeah. There were there were times, but as the days goes on, you know, it really you started to realize that all right, this is it's getting for real. They they're apart in a couple, uh, several hundred or several thousand, excuse me. And then uh, you're watching the right Ranger to the deadline. See you. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh. No, it's just some old, uh, Vic some Hatfield. old Vic Hatfield stuff over there. But uh, you know, good for Toronto. Good for William Nylander who got paid, even though I think he should yeah, have gotten more. Him, and I saw the pictures of uh, of him leaving the airport, and you just see his dad, Michael, and it just brings back memories yeah. of Michael on the Rangers. On the Rangers. Uh, anyway, um, good for you, um, William Nylander. You uh, went out and you got your bread. You can go make it rain somewhere, you know, wherever you'd like. Um, let's move on to the next topic. Tom Wilson, still a scumbag. Thoughts, Pedro? Yeah. Last um, night, uh, last, last night, Tom Wilson, I, I who was it? It was someone on the Devils. I forget who it was. Um, pretty much hit him from behind. I couldn't see if it really hit his head. I think he got the shoulder area. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still a... An, Listen, it's a brutal hit, but... And the NHL said that they weren't going to... Let's think about this. If this was anyone else other than Tom Wilson, would it, have been a would it be suspendable? Probably I would not. say no. Probably not. So, you know, the fact that he has that reputation, they're obviously going to take a look at it. But they but, already did take a look at it. And they said no, yeah. I'm assuming, correct? Yeah, they said that yeah. he's not going to get a hearing. I mean, if, if no one else were to get it, then he shouldn't get it he either. He got the five-minute game misconduct, yeah. and that was it. You know, but I, <laughs> he's getting close. He, he's, he's sure getting close, and, uh, you know, he's been playing well, too. I mean, he's been, he's... He's been playing extremely well for, for excuse me for Washington. Yes. And for him to ruin it, for him to almost ruin it like that, I mean, that's... His uh, next suspension watch. is going to be hefty. I mean, he should get kicked out of the league. Yeah. Get out of here. I mean, he should get kicked out of the league. I mean, give me a break. I mean, look at... I think about Sean Avery sometimes. Well, did you see what Sean Avery tweeted? No. Sean Avery tweeted, oh, let's see if... Uh, if they finally kick Tom Wilson out of the league like they did me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, I think about Sean Avery and some of the things he did, and he got suspended for for things that other players probably wouldn't have gotten suspended for. So the fact that Tom Wilson keeps getting all these opportunities and the fact that he's getting so close to messing up again, I think it's time to, uh, to yeah, watch out for him. Someone's got to give him – I think the the original suspension this year should have stuck. I do not know why oh, he got sure, a reduced. I don't know why he got a reduced. Well, he suspension. Got, yeah, he got a he got an arbitrator for himself, and they yeah. fought it off. And what what was it reduced to? Sixteen, eighteen, yeah, something, know, like, something that. like that. But it, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it should have stuck to the twenty some odd games that mm-hmm. he had off, and it should have stayed like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you completely know, completely agree. It's just it's unbelievable. I mean, this guy had been suspended multiple times. He's been fined thousands and thousands of dollars. And he just continues not to learn. I mean, he's he's good around the net. He has good grit. But at the same time, he's a dirty player. He's a dirty Very player. Dirty. Very dirty. And it's... No doubt about it's, it. It's, it's, there's no room for that in this league. There's no room for that. We're trying to get rid of, of headshots, and this guy continues to do headshots. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand why you're trying to hit someone's head. Are you trying to, like... I don't understand. If you're trying to permanently hurt the guy, 
I mean, get out of this league. Then you're not you're not meant to play in this league. I agree. Not meant to play in this league. You, you're good around the net. Congratulations. Good for you. You won a cup. Wow, great. You were suspended for most of it. All right? So, it's just unbelievable. I Tell him how it is, Pedro. I can't do it. I, Tell him I, how I, it I don't, is. I don't like the guy. Uh, to move, move on to uh, another topic, uh, Ilya Kovalchuk out four weeks for the Kings after an ankle bursectomy procedure. Oh, good for him. Well, the Kings are dead last. The Kings, man. They lost I, 16 I, games. I, dude, I said it on the last podcast. I really wanted the Rangers to sign Kovalchuk, but I told you not boy, to. oh boy, oh boy. I told you not to. Would that have been a bad mistake? I tell you, my predictions suck. Yeah. Never predicting again. <laughs> he has 14 points right now. He was actually a healthy scratch, I believe, two or three games ago, and he's been playing on the fourth line. Well, so Should have stuck to the KHL. I, I, he wanted to come back over and... Uh, you know, right now it's not really panning out for him. In uh, another injury, Philip Forsberg out four to six weeks for the Predators. Huge blow for them, obviously. Uh, we hope, you know, he's a tremendous player when healthy. Hope he, you know, returns to action soon. Uh, last night, the Islanders returned to the Coliseum. Yes. And back to the old barn. They, they returned back to the barn. And as Ranger fans, I was texting my friend Terrence. He actually went, he, he lives in Massachusetts. He traveled down. Uh, he, he came back to Long Island for the game and, you know, just listening to the crowd, you know, it's, it's exciting for them. You know, some, pe- some people never thought that this would happen again, that they, that the Islanders would play at the Nassau Coliseum because of politics. It was all politics, why the move happened and all that bullshit. Um, everyone knows that the Barclays Center sucks, even though the Rangers can't seem to win there. Um, but that's, it's the vibe. that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's another, you know, it's beyond the fact. Um, they ended up winning. They had a great atmosphere. I knew multiple people that were there. They said that it was loud. It was it was it was like a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, you definitely. know, they were excited. I can't wait to see John Tavares back at the Coliseum when he returns. That's is that one of the one. games at the Coliseum? Yeah, he, Toronto's going to the Nassau Coliseum. Oh boy, oh boy! Yeah, I can't wait to see. I that. might want to buy tickets. I might want to buy tickets. <laughs> yeah. I want to go. I think we should go. I, hey, I'll go. I'll just I'm go in, incognito. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, just I'll just dress in like a suit or something. Exactly. Be be like a businessman. Yeah. Um, Captain Anders Lee also scored yeah, in the that return. Was, that was good. In the return last night. Uh, Islanders are playing well. Uh, no doubt about it. They are currently in third place. Let's talk about who's really playing well here. The Buffalo Sabres. Okay. All right. You want to just move right over to the Buffalo Sabres? Yeah. I mean, they lost the last two, but 10 games in a row. Who saw that coming from Buffalo? Not me. Jeff Skinner has 20 goals this season. Jeff Skinner has 20 goals in 27 games. And the crazy thing is... They're in third place in the Atlantic. Yeah. That's how good the Atlantic is. Yeah. You have Tampa Bay 19-7-1, Toronto 19-8-0, and then Buffalo 17-7-3, and and they're in third place. And and Boston's right behind with, well, 32 points with 14-8-4, and and then Montreal as well. The most points in the Metro, 33. Yeah, we're not that good. Uh, I mean, Washington has been hot. Yes, they have. No no doubt. Washington has won seven in a row. But if if they're like everyone said that the metro was always the beast in the east right now, no, no way right now. No, the Atlantic way. has taken over. And Rasmus Dahlin, boy, he's turned it up. The Atlantic he has, has turned taken it up. over. Uh, but yeah, Buffalo's having fun, man. Buffalo's having fun. They're I, playing I well. I didn't see this coming. I mean, listen, were they going to be better? Absolutely, yes. they were going to be better. 
But uh, I did not see them winning 10 games in a row. Uh, I mean, I did not see this. That team was hot. Hey, when After playing, that loss to the Rangers, they just took off. Hey, and, I uh, mean, the Rangers were playing hot too. And yeah, now, it's, now they're they're. It's a they're game of streaks. It's yeah. a game of streaks. For sure. Um, but uh, let's go on to the uh, next topic. We're just going to, you know, rattle through some of the division here. Um, after a slow start, we just mentioned them. Uh, the Capitals are back on top. Yeah. Uh, they have 33 points in the Metro. Uh, then Columbus, they still have a future Ranger, Artemi Panarin, playing. Um, can't wait to, you know, see him next year in uh, the Rangers blue. Uh, he's been playing well. Islanders at number three with 29 points. Yeah, it's a, it's a tight, tight division. Rangers win tonight. All of a sudden, they're back in third, you know? Yep. And they're two points out of second and three points out of first. So it's anyone's ball game right now i think new jersey has fallen back to where i thought they were supposed to be last year uh i think last year was a fluke yeah i mean they they played well you know they they started making moves to make a playoff run when you know they gave us igor rykoff thank you for that one uh for michael grabner uh yeah they're they're back where i actually think that they belong uh outside of what about pittsburgh Pittsburgh's a shocker. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is shocking me. Uh, 10, 10, and 5, 25 points, uh, currently in 6 in the Metro. Now, if you're Jim Rutherford, your only untouchables are who? Crosby, Malkin? Crosby, Malkin. Letang? I, I, Kessel? Phil Kessel. You, no, he's, not, he's not an untouchable. You you can move Phil Kessel. Uh, I mean, I'm going to head over to their, their, their roster right now. Uh, I mean, he's... You know what? Wow. Whoa. I, ju- I did not know that Crosby and Phil Kessel were the same age. Yeah. Phil Kessel looks so much older than Sidney oh. Crosby. Wow. That That's actually mind-blowing. I mean, I think the Penguins have to do something. I mean, I mean look at the out, outside. All right. Outside of Malkin, Crosby, Kessel, Patrick Hornquist. Who really impresses you on that? On that? On that? On, in the forwards? Does Broussard? No. Jake Gensel? Tanner Pearson? No. Brian Rust? Riley Sheehan? I mean, I, outside of those to me, four to guys, they to me it's mind-boggling that. And then team, their defense, their defense. It just mind-boggles me that the team won the cup with this team. Oh yeah, well they had you know, they, no, they, they you know they had pieces they had. They had uh, Haglin, who just got traded for Tyler Pearson. Who else do they have? They had everyone uh, that they have now. No, when they won the cup two years ago. Yeah, who they have? No, let me hold on. You, you, keep... Ron Hainsey? Guy was thirty six. Hold on, Pittsburgh Penguins. I mean, come on. The... No, they had a better. They had a better roster than. Obviously, their goaltenders are okay. Let's talk about Matt Murray real quick. Not playing well. I mean, yeah, he's hurt right now. Is yeah. he a fluke? I don't Did think he just so. have two good years and won a cup? I don't think he's a fluke. He's definitely, uh, yeah, he's hurt. You know, he's on one of my fantasy teams. He's been hurt. I, I really want to look at this at this roster real quick. That's what I want to look at. They just played well. I I mean, I just don't. All right, please. Connor Sherry, Justin Schultz, Patrick Hornquist, Nick Benino, uh, Chris Kunitz. Right, I mean, me yeah, I they had them. Trevor Daly. Oh, he was okay. I mean, 
All right, I'll, I'll give you they're the definitely, minutes and Connor Sheard. They're definitely better than they were. They were no, they were they better, were better than, they, than, than they, they are now. Yes, correct, correct. Matt Cullen, I mean, he put up 13 goals, 18 assists. I mean, he's he's still there. Is he? He's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt right now, right? Well, he's also 50. I, I don't Relax, 42. Doesn't give the guy some me. credit. Doesn't surprise give me. Give the guy some credit here. No, I give him credit. I, uh, but I, I don't know. And now their defense outside of Latang, Brian Dumoulin doesn't. Olimata, I like Olimata. Jack Johnson's Jack Johnson, to me. You know, they're besides those top four, they're an average team at best. Yeah, and that's I so, think so I where think, they are right now. You're, if you dissect this team, they are where they should be. You're not surprised. No, but knowing who the Pittsburgh Penguins are and who they have been, yeah, it's a little surprised. Like last year, the Rangers, when they were down in the dust, the Rangers were always up there for the previous however many years. Yes, they didn't win a cup or anything, but they were in the playoffs. So you last year, the Rangers were a shock. Last year, we went out and got Kevin Shattenkirk and thought we were going to win the fucking Stanley Cup. That didn't happen. We got the complete, utter opposite. So, I mean, other, other than these four guys, no one surprises me. And the Rangers officially have won the Zibanejad Broussard trade. Oh, Man, by, they they won that one. It happened. Yeah, yeah I, I mean it, the whole thing. Because of Benajad, the whole the whole thing with losing Brassard was was the uh, emotional factor. Absolutely. I mean, it's, listen, we'll get into this later, but it's it's going to be when the Rangers lose Matt Zuccarello. Mm-hmm. You know, we will talk about that later. Yeah. I'll um, that. So Philadelphia down there, Gritty's not really doing much for him. Gritty might as well just get on the freaking ice and become a forward for them or a defenseman for them. Uh, Ron Hextall. Yeah. That was a shock. Ron Hextall being fired was a complete shock to me. Uh, and it came as a shock to him, he said. He had no clue. He did not see it coming. I mean, I think there's a lot of cases with things going on right now. I mean, you know, something we didn't really touch up on the last... I mean, I think we talked about head coaches, but, you know, uh, Mike Yo, who got let it go by mm-hmm. St. Louis. We talked about Joe Quenville. You know, I mean, I guess around the league right now, it's a little stingy for management. I don't know what the hell Mark Bergevin is still doing in Montreal. Yes, they're in a playoffs, yeah, but I, I don't mean. know what he's still doing there for. <laughs> I mean, if, whatever. Um, but the fact the fact of the matter is, is you know, team's not performing. I mean, they were supposed to be better than they are. They brought in JVR. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, 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 was was he was hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt. He's back now. Uh, other than that, this team really is not, is, they're not performing to their standards that they should have. They were in the playoffs last year. They were supposed to be contending for a playoff spot right now. Uh, they're down in the basement in the in the Eastern Conference, and it's you know unfortunately someone had to get blamed for it, and that blame came on the general manager. Uh, so, I, you know, obviously it comes to a shock when it happens to mm-hmm. you, but fact of the matter is, is, you know, someone has to take responsibility for it, and unfortunately it fell on the shoulders of Ron Hextall. Now uh, another. Coaching change that we didn't talk about last uh, on the last episode. Ken Hitchcock is now with the yeah. Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, I don't know what the what that was. That was a, that, that, they had to home, they, they had to have made this decision before they before they even fired uh, Todd McClellan. Todd McClellan because they hired him four hours later or five hours later yeah, or some shit like sure. that. They probably reached out to, to Ken and said, "Listen, you want to come home and coach." You know, coach the Edmonton Oilers, and and they're playing well under him. Yeah, and they they're couldn't f- deny it. Four one and one, I think, yeah. right now. So I, since hiring him, you know, for just coming home and you know um, coaching your the home team. I mean, 
good for him. But uh, definitely uh, interesting, to say the least. After oh yeah, that was, was, it was yeah, it was it was a weird, so, weird. Definitely situation. not expecting that. I was expecting maybe Elaine Vigneault to be pushed back in there. She, and there was actually something out there that Elaine Vigneault was shocked yeah, he by not hearing any offers. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, maybe he goes to St. Louis and uh, coaches there. That's my prediction. Really? You That's my hot take. AV to St. Louis? I think, St. I think AV will take a look at St. Louis or Joe Quenville. Dude, I but want, that would be interesting I, to see Joe sure. Quenville be in the same division as Chicago. Now, will Chicago give permission to that's, talk that's, St. Louis? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the whole thing. But now, because the Rangers have, like, people have to come to the Rangers too, right? For permission to talk to AV right now? Yes, because yeah. he's on a contract. So the Rangers would need to give permission to talk to whomever. I mean, I don't see why they would say no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it's pretty pretty crazy time to be a coach in the national hockey league yeah, right now right. and even even general manager uh let's go over to the atlantic uh you got tampa bay right up where you think they would be uh toronto right up there where you think they would be buffalo's the shock 17 7 and 3 third place boston in the middle david pass for next playing phenomenal uh he is a stud um then you got montreal detroit ottawa and florida uh, did you see Florida in the basement? I thought I thought I would see Ottawa in the basement. I mean, I know it's a two point diff- two point difference, but it's definitely shocking. Yeah, you mean uh, you know with the team that they have as well. But uh, am I surprised? No. Well, I think we I think we agreed at the beginning of the season the the bottom was going to be Detroit, Ottawa, and Florida. Yes. But I think we had Florida, Detroit, Ottawa. Yeah. Somewhere. I mean, what's you? I guess it was kind of a shot to all of us because it's about the way they played last yeah, year last at, year the, end of, at yeah, yeah. the end of last year, and they were one point away from a playoff spot. But this year, they just don't seem to have the pieces together. You know, with Johnny with John Huberdeau, Barkov, Hoffman has been playing extremely well. Um, with that, uh, who else we got on this team? Uh, you know, Keith Yandel, Aaron Ekblad, of course. You know, the team has good players. They have good players, but they're just not clicking right now. Uh, and uh, Mike Hoffman's great. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I we need to talk about something. What? Okay. Because it just brought me to I was you know watching the game in front of me and looking at Florida. Did you see on TSN? Uh, I don't on, watch TSN. Well, on it was on it was on Twitter. Uh, a guy who said Henrik Lundqvist does not deserve to be in the hockey uh, hall of fame. Jason York. Yes, that yes, guy. Yes, I saw that. What do you think? Jason York, do you belong in the Hockey Hall of Fame or as an analyst? No. I don't I disregard him. I don't listen to Jason York. Jason York's an idiot. He's a he's a he's a he's a, he's, a, he's a nincompoop. What was, what, was, what was his argument? That Henrik Lundqvist had no cups. No cups. Okay. What does Alberto Wango have? No cups. Perfect. So why I don't understand. Makes no sense. How many well, how many great how many great here? goalies out there haven't won a cup and, you know, What's I don't understand the there's argument. No, there's here. no argument. It, he's 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 a head ass. Who were the who were the? It was Lundqvist, Luongo, and Flurry. Mm-hmm. Correct. He put Flurry up there because he has he three cu- cups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. Where's Flurry on the all-time wins list? Hank is seven. Luongo's fourth. Mm-hmm. Really? It really? makes no sense. It makes no sense. Why is he even on TV? He shouldn't be on no. TV. I mean, he could be on TV. Do another sport. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, what are, what are you talking about? I guess I'm maybe I'm being a little biased here, but Hank is the all-time winningest goaltender in Rangers history. He is seventh all-time on the wins list. Oh, let's uh, let's take a look at uh, Jason York's uh, stats, shall we? Please. Enlighten uh, me. Jason York is a former professional ice hockey player in the National Hockey League and current broadcaster. He's a de- he was a defenseman that played for the Red Wings, Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, Ottawa Senators, and the Nashville Predators, and last playing for the Boston Bruins during the 2006-2007 season. He is a hockey analyst on Montreal Canadiens broadcasts on Sportsnet. Let's see. He was drafted 129th overall in the 1990 draft. Um, playing career... Retirement. All right, here we go. Uh, NHL. Two games played, zero points. Uh, then he played in the AHL the next year. And he got called up to the Red Wings. Played in seven games. Had three points. Um, then he played... The next year, he only played 15 games. Oh, no, he got traded. So he had 12 points. Let's just see his totals. He had in... 757 NHL games, he had 229 points, 42 goals, and 187 assists. Oh, no. Yeah, 229 points, and he had 621 penalty minutes. Hmm. He won a Calder Cup in 1992, and that's it. Since he won a Calder Cup, he's he's a Hall of Famer. Hmm. Hall of Famer, man. Calder Cup winner. Mine boggles me that. Just mind boggles me that that he says something like that. I I mean I I just don't get it. I I don't. We just gotta let it go. Just crazy to me. I whatever. Opinions are like assholes, man. Everyone has one, <laughs> and his is that. Whatever. Move on. Uh, Western Conference. You got Nashville, where you think they would be in first place. Surprising team in second. You got Colorado. Do they have the best line in hockey? Yes, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Miko Ranton is on another level right now. Mm-hmm. Nathan McKinnon is a beast. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Landeskog is just mm-hmm. another good guy. I mean, yikes! Watch out for those three. I mean, I think they're the gag line now. They're a goal of game line. They really are. Yeah, the, that line sure. is insane. I think they have how many points do they have combined? A hundred something points combined already? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. You'd have to look that one up. Uh, in third place, you got Winnipeg at 32 points. Dallas in fourth, 31 points. Uh, Minnesota in fifth. Chicago and St. Louis, sixth and seventh. Um, two teams that I don't think we really expected to be in the basement of the Central. I don't think you ever expected to be in the basement at all. Yeah. Um, um, that's definitely a shock to me. Uh, and L.A., you know, we talked about L.A. before. I mean, there's two teams there that won – Six Stanley Cups mm-hmm. combined. Well, that, that four, four that, or five. That, excuse that, me. That's that's you know the era they 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 were built to win then and now it's over. Yeah, you, it's time to rebuild. You got your cups now. It's time to wipe the clean like wipe the slate clean and just start building again. Definitely, and I, that's why I don't think you know spending what six million on Ilya Kovalchuk was the brightest of moves. So who do they start trading? I mean, we they obviously you traded Tanner Pearson to Pittsburgh for start, Carl Hagelin. You start moving but like Dustin, who? Dustin Brown. Do you move Andre Kopitar? No, I don't think Dustin, you move. No, you, you keep Dowdy. Dowdy? You, you keep Dowdy and Kopitar. But anyone else is up for grabs. When to, do you start breaking it down? To I be mean, completely honest. Uh, Jeff Carter, you can move. You can move anyone else. 
You, I mean, it would be tough for them to move Kopitar, I believe. Um, Drew Doughty is a tough one. Drew Doughty is elite. I would, I would say I would move Jonathan Quick. You would move Jonathan Quick. Yeah, he's injury prone. Well, who's gonna take him though? Because of how hurt he, he he's hurt every year. For multiple weeks at a time, he's always hurt. He's injury prone, and that's ballsy there, huh? Got to start somewhere. I mean, he's your he's your goaltender. Okay, you got to start somewhere. I mean, do they have enough trust in their backup? In Cal Peterson, the twenty four year old. I don't know, but you got to start somewhere to bring in younger players. You, you, I mean, I don't see Paul Ledoux being you know the next up and coming Drew Doughty. You got to start somewhere, and they're. I, I don't think the Kings are in a good spot right now. Although the Kings beat the Rangers for the Stanley Cup. We have nothing. To, that was a while ago. Uh, the Pacific. You got Anaheim in first, Calgary in second, San Jose, and Vegas. Vegas, after a slow start, has been slowly coming back around. Uh, they are both tied for third right now with 29 points. Edmonton with 28, Arizona with 26, Vancouver, and the Kings in the bottom. Any real shocks there? I don't think so. Um, no, I mean Vancouver got up to a hot start and they're one eight and one their last ten. Yeah, so I mean yikes. That I could have seen easily happening. They were but definitely gonna fall back down. Pedersen. Oh man, Pedersen. He's he's a stud. He is my rookie of the year. He is a stud. He is my rookie of the year winner this year. Um, let's move on to the topic that we really want to talk about, Matt Zuccarello. Um, Matt Zuccarello was on a Norwegian podcast and translated pretty much said it's tough right now. You know, I I don't have it right in front of me right now. So I'm just going to try to remember as best as I can pretty much said it's tough right now. I sit alone in the lock. Like not saying he sits alone alone, but you know, he's just pretty much not that he wants a trade to happen, but he's expecting a trade to happen. Um, I think he, he said he, he's, he's on record saying that he wants to remain a Ranger. He loves New York. He loves his teammates. He loves MSG. He loves the organization. He wants to be a Ranger for life, but he doesn't think that's the case. And he says if pretty much, if there's going to be a trade coming up, he thinks his name is going to be one of the first ones gone, uh, which is tough to hear, especially from him. Uh, and once again, he's not he's not demanding a trade. He's just expecting to be traded, which has got to be a tough feeling, you know. I, I yeah, I and mean, he's I, been he's been out with a groin injury for it, how long? Right. So now you got to think. All right, are they holding him out now? No. Just to you know. No. You don't think so? No. You think he's? I don't think it's all baloney. Absolutely not. All right. I think it's it's a groin injury. You don't want it to be a long term injury. Uh, you're not trying to him to hyperextend his groin and then he's out for weeks and possibly months. So I don't think the Rangers want to risk anything with But they're gonna play it safe with Matt Zuccarello. Absolutely, I would too. Regardless of trading or not, I would play safe with him regardless. But uh I think it's you know, I think some things just get lost in translation. And there is context behind it. You know, people just pull quotes just to make it dramatic and then there's no really any context with anything with it. Uh so I'm just gonna take it as obviously he wants to be a Ranger, but he won't be surprised if, if anything traded. happens, I yes. mean, no one on this team is safe. 
other than Henrik Lundqvist, let's be real. No one is. And maybe, obviously, Elias Anderson, Philip Hedl are safe. Um, Howden. Howden is safe. You could put Zabanajad on that list, maybe. Keandre Miller. Keandre Miller, stuff like that. You know, p- those those players like that are, are safe. Other than that, Kravitsov. everyone has to play. You know, um, I, I just think it's it's one of those things where you just have to take day by day, and the Rangers will see where they are at the trade deadline. And if they aren't going to make the playoffs or anything like that, and they have the right move, I think it's time to trade them. I, I think it's time for to move on from them. I, I think. What do you think we can get for Mansugarella? <sighs> Man, I, I mean, definitely. It's a tough not, question. Definitely not like what you got for Rick Nash or what no, you got no, for. No. I think it's McDonough a little. I think it's a little and, more and than JT what you Miller. got for Grabner. But yeah, I mean, the Rangers could definitely use that as leverage. I mean, they got right golf for and a second round pick for Grabner. So yeah, I mean, obviously, Matt Zagrello was not to take anything away from Michael Grabner, who played extremely well for two years with the Rangers, scoring twenty plus goals. But you know, obviously, Matt Zagrello is a little more crafty He's with his play- hands. Yeah, yeah, He's a playmaker, yeah. and yep. you know, he has skill. I He's see fast. a second round pick and a prospect. But uh, uh, I think the Rangers are going to ask for a little more than that. But I, then, I, don't I don't think, think the they're Rangers gonna are just going to get. Just give them up for something like that. I mean, it depends how. I don't think they're gonna get a first. They're gonna want to ask. They're gonna ask for a first. They're gonna. They're they're asking price to be high at first. We all know this. And then once the trade line, trade deadline comes in, and you see it, then the price will see see blow a little more. But uh, ideally, I think for the Rangers is maybe two prospects and a pick, and um, you know then go from there. Um, but there's one guy who the Rangers should resign now, Kevin and that's Hayes. Kevin Hayes. Rangers need to re-sign that guy ASAP. Um, he has been the best player for the Rangers for the past two years. And I don't care if anyone, if anyone wants to argue with me with it, please go right ahead and argue with me. But to me, he's been the best player for this team for the past two years. Two years? Any arguments? No, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to throw any arguments out there. I think he's also matured greatly. I mean, his over big this. body, he can handle the puck. He's been smart in both zones. Um, his face-off numbers have increased. I mean, this guy is—he's been playing extremely well. He's been the best player on this team. How can you have to you don't resign think Chris the guy? Kreider or Zibanejad have been? No, I don't. I think Kevin Ace has been the best all-around player on this team. I think he's definitely—he's um, making his bankroll go up with this next contract with the way he's playing. Definitely, he's definitely not making it easy. Now, for the does Rangers. he compare his contract to a William Elander contract? No, you can't. You can't. I don't think so. Why not? So, but Elander right, N- compared if, him to Leon Drysital. If and Drysital's making nine and a half. Listen, if Kevin Hayes wants nine point something million a oh, year, I'm not saying that. Yeah, you can go. Walk, I'm saying right? his contract now is six and six point nine, almost seven. So, would you give him six and a half? I, I would give him six and a half. Yeah, right now he's making a little over five. Yeah, with the with the way he's playing, I would give him six point two five to six and a half. There's no way he's making William Nylander William Nylander money. All right, so he's gonna pay more than Mika, as well, he should, I, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, I agree. So you trade Zook, sign Kevin Hayes. I think Ryan Strom has been playing great. Ryan Strom has fit in pretty well. I know Ryan Spooner's not doing too well in Edmonton. Well, not my problem anymore. Uh, I think the Rangers need to bring in another defenseman. 
think they need to solidify that blue line unless you're gonna wait for um unless you're gonna wait for Igor Rykov. Rykov Lindgren. Libor Hi- Hijack. I'm sorry, not Lindgren. Um Hi- yeah. Libor Hijack, yeah. Uh Lindgren's a defenseman too. Is he? Yeah. Right, go ahead. That's what I thought. Uh he's the defenseman from that we got in the Nash trade. Nash trade, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see where those guys are. I mean, don't forget Gilmore. Gilmore. We have people played. in the in the pipeline. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know what these old hag are still doing on the team, like Brennan Smith, who just took a penalty for a delay of game. Smart man. Uh, Tony D'Angelo. He's a good player. You like him. I do. Don't. I know a lot of people hate him through through his. Listen, I'm not saying I don't his like politics him. and shit. No, 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 no. I don't even know his politics. I don't give a crap about his politics. Is he a good? Is he a good player? I think so. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Does he have to be in the lineup for the rest of the year to continue to watch him develop and see how he continues to play? Absolutely. I don't think he should be a healthy scratch. The healthy scratches should be rotating between right now. Kevin Shattenkirk's been sneaky bad, like really bad. Yes. Like, not good. Correct. Like, bench him. I think Mark Stoll deserves to be... Although Mark Stoll has played... Probably, I think probably, has probably, played well. He's, he's played well, but you've benched everyone else. Give him a game off. He's the oldest guy why, on your blue why, line. Why are you going to give him a game off? He's been playing well. Oh, what a save by Lundqvist. Sorry. You, you don't think Neil Pionk's been playing well? Neil got fucking benched. You don't think Frederick Clayson's been playing well? He got benched. Did you see the turnover that Peon gave yesterday? I'm not talking about yesterday. I'm talking about before that, when he was on his little, you know. Why would why would why would David Quinn bench a guy like Mark Stahl? Who's, who, benched, to me, who's benched tonight? Brady Shea, and rightfully so. I mean, yeah, yeah he didn't he, play well he, last yes. night. No, that's 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 true. He okay, did not, like he, I'm not gonna. Why would David Quinn bench a guy like I mentioned before? Bench a guy like Mark Stahl, who's been playing who's been playing well. Do you think Mark Stahl has been the steadiest defenseman this year? It's pretty sad to say, but yes. It is pretty I sad do. to say. I mean, Clayson was playing well until he got hurt. D'Angelo's been in and out of the lineup. Pionk has his shaky games. Brendan Smith, great contract. Uh, Shea has been shaky, and again, signing him to a, a long-term deal. Stahl has been consistent, and like you mentioned before, Kevin Shattenkirk, who hasn't been playing well. He was benched in the third period against Montreal. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. You know, I maybe honestly, let's be real. Should they bring up the young guys? Yeah, but how do you get them up? Get rid of some of these guys. <laughs> it's easier said than done. I agree. It's easier said than done. But still, I mean, I think it's something to think about. I mean, I mean, I get, yeah, it's early in the season. We're still in the playoff hunt. I get it. They don't care about the playoff hunt management. I, I personally, I don't think. I managing. personally don't care. I, they don't care either. I mean, win or lose. For Jack Hughes, right? Is that is that the saying? Yeah, or or lose yeah. for Jack Hughes, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Tank yeah, for Jack yeah. Hughes, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. This team. Anyway, anything else? You no. got anything else for today? No, now I'm angry. No, now I'm angry. Uh, all right, we're going to uh, end the episode there. We're going to go finish watching the Rangers hopefully beat the Winnipeg Jets. Um, as always, it's always a pleasure. You can reach out on Twitter, at DropThePod. Go like, subscribe. Do whatever you want with the iTunes. Uh, just give us a comment, you know. Um, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, our website, DropThePuckPodcast.com. Uh, on Facebook, you can like us, Drop the Puck Podcast. Give us a like right on our wall, whatever. We'll respond. 
until next time, signing off. See you later. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez on Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.